1: And welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Nicholas Mancini, currently the pastor of Sacred Heart of Mary Parish in Louisville, and he's the spiritual director for us here at Living Bread Radio. Welcome, Father. Thank you, Tim. It's great to have you again. Good to be back. We're going to continue our discussion from the UCAT, and uh, today we're going to talk about the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. So question
2: 310 of the UCAT asks, What are the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit? The seven gifts of the Holy Spirit are wisdom, understanding, counsel, fortitude, knowledge, piety, and fear of the Lord. With these the Holy Spirit endows Christians, in other words, He grants them particular powers that go beyond their natural aptitudes and gives them the opportunity to become God's special instruments in this world. Uh, We read in one of Paul's letters, To one is given, through the Spirit, the utterance of wisdom, and to another the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the one Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy the ability to distinguish between Spirits, and another the various kinds of tongues, and to another the interpretation of tongues." Now, let us look at this and you know, the most important hour of always presenting things. We have to look at the understanding of what does it mean to say, I believe in the Holy Spirit, first of all. We've got to understand that, mm-hmm. because then how are we going to understand the charisms and the gifts? Well, to believe in the Holy Spirit means to worship him as God, just like the Father and the Son. It means to believe that the Holy Spirit comes into our hearts so that we, as children of God, might know our Father in heaven, moved by God's Spirit. Before his death, Jesus promised his disciples that he would send them the Consoler, which he was no longer with him. Then the Holy Spirit was poured out upon the disciples of the original church. They learned what Jesus had meant they experienced a deep assurance and joy in their faith and received particular charisms. In other words, they could prophesy, heal, and work miracles. To this day, there are people in the church who possess such gifts and have these experiences. There are special gifts for governing, administering, performing works of charity, proclaiming the faith. Without the Holy Spirit, then we cannot understand Jesus. In his life, the presence of God's Spirit, whom we call the Holy Spirit, was manifest in a unique way. It was the Holy Spirit who called Jesus to life in the womb of the Virgin Mother, endorsed him as God's Son, guided him, and enlivened him to the end on the cross Jesus breathed out his spirit. After his resurrection, he bestowed the Holy Spirit on his disciples. At that same spirit of Jesus went over to his church, as the Father has sent me, I send you. So thus then, the Holy Spirit, the empowerment through Christ, to those then who are empowered with that, Jesus breathed on them, forgive one's sins. Uh, we see the wisdom of Paul to the churches, to the Gentile community. We see the wisdom of Peter, the first pope. The healings that he performed and the others. In the name of the Lord Jesus, they were given those gifts and empowered with that. And this is what this means, that we look to them the power of the Holy Spirit that descends upon Jesus in the form of the dove. That was, you know, a unique way of experiencing when Jesus, you know, came and he said, I will send unto you the paraclete, Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit. And then we see on Pentecost, you know, as it is written, the tongues of fire appeared over them and thus they felt the warmth and the love of that Spirit, that peace that God established in his covenant, was then through the Dove, or the Holy Spirit as we call him, to enlighten, to give knowledge, power, healing, and all of these things to those who would be entrusted with that power.
1: You bring up a good point, Father. We talked in a previous show about the importance of faith. And one of the mysteries of our Catholic faith is that there's three persons and one God. And the third person of the Holy Trinity is the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And again, we can't necessarily prove it scientifically, but that's where the gift of faith comes into play. And then when we have that belief and that trust and that faith in the Holy Spirit, now... We're able to receive those gifts of the Holy Spirit, right, so it starts with faith, and again it's it's a gift from God, everything that we have is a gift from God, including our ability to believe in God and if we have that faith and we have that belief, now we're able to receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Now you talked about the first one, which is wisdom, and again, you look at Saint Peter in he was just quoted <laughs> recently in in the Gospels, and I love Peter because I I, I relate myself to him mm. in a lot of ways. But he says, "Lord, we've given up everything for you. What's in it for me, and what's in it for us?" So again, this is uh, Peter applying the Holy Spirit and and the the gifts of Jesus Christ to his personal life, and that's what we have to do as Christians. We have to apply the Holy Spirit to our life. So. So again the Holy Spirit gives that wisdom to Peter who is a fisherman. He's not a politician, he's not a, a educated learned man, but yet he's chosen because of his faith and his boldness and his guts mm-hmm. to be that first leader of the church. And again it's the Holy Spirit who inspires him and leads him to to convert thousands of people on Pentecost and throughout his life right up until his death. So again it gives the, again these gifts of the Holy Spirit Peter embodies those because he goes from a a simple fisherman to the first leader of the church and a bold uh, preacher of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So again we see in the scriptures and in the life of Peter as well as many of the saints that power of the Holy Spirit and it begins with that strong solid faith in God himself. And again that's what Jesus told the apostles don 't worry about what you 're going to say, the Holy Spirit is going to give you the words to say and how right. to say them so again we can we can apply that to our own lives today in allowing the Holy Spirit to actually guide our lives on a day to day basis by having that trust and that belief and that faith mm-hmm. in God and in particular in the Holy
2: Spirit right and, you know, and you bring up a very good point. we look at uh, Saint John the twenty third uh, when he convened the Second Vatican Council, uh, his idea was you know, that Latin still would remain the language of the church. Mm-hmm. But he wanted people to understand the Mass in their own language.
1: In the vernacular.
2: In the vernacular, so that they can pray better in a, terms of their relationship with God through the power of the Holy Spirit. So that was John's intent. So that's why we have the vernacular liturgy alongside the Latin. Latin still being the universal language of Holy Mother Church, but he wanted the vernacular to be alongside of that so that people could understand in their own native language the beauty of the Mass, the sacraments, and so on. So we see the wisdom, the wisdom of the Holy Spirit spreading out upon and blowing life within the body of the church. Mm-hmm. So, Father, one of the gifts is piety. What what exactly is piety? Well, piety, you know, we we say we give ourselves to Christ. We, we want to be humble. We want to be pure and spotless. We want to give the best we can to others, to share ourselves through the power of the Holy Spirit, uh, to really live the virtues I think is the important fact here. To live those virtues through the Holy Spirit. To humble ourselves. uh, Like Jesus, you know, went about very humbly. And he tells us, you know, this is the way. For I am the way, the truth, and the life. So we look at the way Jesus conducted himself. The apostles, how they conducted themselves. Like you said in a previous program, in the lives of the saints how they conducted themselves through the power of the Holy Spirit in the essence by which God has given them that wisdom to act humbly, mercifully, with piety, sympathy, understanding, and kindness, uh, to bring about the works of that Spirit into the lives of others so that the virtues by which they have lived can be passed on to others. And I think this is important. We see it in, in such great saints. Uh, you know, you look at St. Elizabeth Ann Seton, first American-born saint who was a convert, gave herself totally to Christ and to the education of youth in f- that beautiful community, the Sisters of Charity. And teaching that wisdom in a little little schoolhouse, or sitting on a rock beside uh, behind Mount Saint Mary Seminary, instructing and teaching catechism in a humble, simple way to the to the youth. She felt that the power of the Spirit was to bring the enlightenment to young people, of Christ in their lives; that the Spirit be alive in them. And so we can go on and on and on with so many of these beautiful saints in that essence of what piety and the virtues are through the power of the Holy Spirit. Finally, what, what is uh, fear of the Lord, Father? Uh, fear of the Lord, I think, is something that we, in our prayer, we, we come to Almighty God. It's not that we fear, you know. Fear of the Lord means that we are giving ourselves to God. Uh And we know that God is a merciful God. He is all loving and kind, compassionate. Mm -hmm. And we come to him and we say, Lord, forgive me. I'll pour your mercy upon me. Not that I, you know, I fear the wrath of God. Well, we should, but yet in a way that We know God will forgive us if we turn to Him and ask for that forgiveness. More of a respect or acknowledgement of the the, the love of God,
1: instead of being afraid. Okay, we've been listening to
2: Father Nicholas Mancini. Father, if we could have your blessing before we go today, and now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord let His face shine upon you, be gracious unto you, and give you His peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.
1: Remember that Faith with Father is a great teaching tool to use at your parish. Along with the UCAT, you can listen to any archived show, then go by number, and they cover the entire UCAT. So you can just go to livingbreadradio.com, go to the Programming tab, and click on Faith with Father. Until next time, this has been your host Tim Perry reminding you you're only one confession away from being able to receive Jesus in the Holy Eucharist. Bye for now.